are back for an episode of Too Many Men. Zach is dying. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't have a microphone. Uh, we know, and there's. You said <laughs> you were leaving. I. Yeah. So we are here. We are Trishless. He's abandoned us in our time yeah. of need. Yeah. John yeah. has a mic. Very happy. Yeah, one that actually <laughs> works for once. Mic. Yeah, you can actually hear him. We won't have to edit it. <laughs> yeah. And nice. I'm here too. Yes, Eric. I'm sorry. We forgot about you. It's okay. We got. I got lost in the shuffle. It's fine. So we have a slew of topics to get to. And a lot going on. Um, we have my football rankings because John, John uh, cast struck a stone, a nerve. and then <laughs> John and then struck I a went, nerve the other no, day. No, John. John. So, what did John Fox. say? Uh, he called the Dolphins a poverty franchise, and I said, "You as a Jets fan have no place to do that." So I've made my all-time. Uh, Franchise rankings. Yeah. Did you have the Jets higher than the Dolphins in terms of in, in, no, in no way historical? In no way. Okay. I, I'm, he was just so saying then, that I can't talk shit about the Dolphins yeah. for sucking for the what's last that, twenty what's years. What's that saying about like uh, those who live in glass that's houses? Yeah, yeah, stones, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Listen, I think it's a little bit of a different like story here. It's the not. Do- the Dolphins have been trash since Marino. We haven't we haven't like had the talent to waste. Listen, they've been tra- that's a hell they've, of a thing. They've been <laughs> trash. When was your last Marino, Super Bowl? But they've still been to a Super Bowl more recently than the New York Jets. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a good thing that wasn't brought up in the group chat. Otherwise, a list may not have come. Okay, so we have that. We have football news because football starts tomorrow. We have um, MLB, MLB trade, trade deadline, teams that did move, teams that didn't make move. We got Jacob DeGrom picking up where he left off. Um... But first, you know, we have two tremendous losses in the sports community. Uh, Vin Scully, longtime play-by-play guy for the Dodgers, and uh, Bill Russell, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Um, well, let's start with Bill. Um, I mean, what is there to say about honestly, him? Honestly. You know, 11-time champion, you know, the probably the greatest winner in professional sports history. You know, if you look back, like, even in his college career, you know, like – if they counted blocks, he probably would be considered like one of the most unlike a you know, like he'd have so many unbroken breakable records in NBA history. And you know, it's just he's gonna be like looked back on as like one of the greatest of all time in any sport to play. He's the first African American coach in North American sports. Was he really? Yeah. He was a player coach. Good for him. Player oh, I love those. I love that. I like that. There should be more of that. There really should be. And he had an edge to him like that LeBron. was fucking crazy. You want LeBron in, to be a player coach? Yeah, why not? In 12 seasons, Bill Russell won the title 11 times. He never lost a game seven. Tom Brady essentially yeah. is. He's a player GM. He's not a player coach. I'd, I'd say he calls all of his plays. He could be a coach. I think my favorite Bill Russell story is the one they kind of portrayed in winning time where that game seven against the Lakers – in uh, L.A., the Lakers put up balloons, and Russell and uh, one of his teammates noticed, and they uh, took that personally, and they won that game seven. You know, and he said in the interview, he's like, I saw the, we saw those balloons. We were like, you're not going to drop those today. Like bo- the origin of bulletin board material right there. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 Bill, Russell was, Bill Russell was drafted by the Hawks and then traded to the Celtics on draft night. How, how bad? I mean, the Hawks, what are we doing there? What are we doing? Ooh, However, I will say this. The two people that the Hawks got in return are both in the Hall of Fame. As good as Bill Russell? No. no. Exactly. However, Who are they? Uh, the names were – I just had it up and I lost it. Um, I believe one was Ed McCauley and Cliff Hagen. 
and McCauley, fun fact, signed with Boston the year after. So the Hawks traded Bill Russell. Hmm. Yeah. Another thing to, about Russell when he was drafted is St. Louis had the number one pick, but they opted to not take him just because, you know, it being the 60s, it was a time of, you know, racial, like racial, like racism, racial tension, tension over there. Specifically in which in he St. was Louis. also a trailblazer. Yeah, and so they weren't willing to take him over there just because they thought it would be very, there would be a lot of pushback in the community. Red Auerbach, though, he took the chance. You know, he saw that what the player and person that Russell was, and he was willing to take that chance. And, you know, that paid off, you know, in spades, you know, making it, making the Celtics the most – I think they still have the record, right? 18 championships or 17 championships is the record. It's between them and or the Lakers, uh, yeah. Oh, they're tied now? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I – and, you know, it gets lost in translation when we talk about the greatest of all time debate. Even when you talk about players from that era, I mean, we see the sheer dominance of Wilt Chamberlain and – I feel like all the stories about Will averaging all those points a game, playing all those minutes per game, it, it kind of overshadows how great Bill Russell was. Because when you talk about big men from that era, Will, Will was dominant, but Bill Russell won. Yeah. While being dominant. He only averaged 15 points a game in his career. Yeah, listen, how many rebounds? Uh... Rebounds, rebounds. How many average? How many did he know, like average per, per game or per season or like there, per like, game? There's like finals game Russell registered though where he's putting in, up like thirty points, forty rebounds. You know, throughout like, his career, Bill Russell averaged twenty two and a half rebounds per game. That's ridiculous. Yep. And like if they if they registered, blo- they didn't even register blocks back then. If like statisticians say though that if they actually counted, it, it'd be over eight a game, which is unreal. He. He was a five-time most valuable player. Yeah. He was a 12-time All-Star. 11 championships in 13 years. That's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. You know what? I'm just seeing that now, all the stars. <laughs> but, but <another laughs> it's literally thing. only one year he didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing is, like, you know, Will may have had the stat. He won, he won three straight two, MVPs. Two-time NBA Hall of Famer. Wilt may have the numbers, right? You know, when you look at that, that's what people look at, and they're like, okay, so Wilt is up there. He's has the argument for the greatest. But Russell always had his number. Wilt never could beat him. And doesn't that kind of matter in the end, too? You know, like, yeah, Wilt might have had put up great numbers against everyone else, but he didn't look nearly like that against a guy like Russell. I will admit, and he does gain two rebounds per game in the playoffs and two more points per game in the playoffs. Uh, shout out to the Rochester Royals, which are now the Sacramento Kings. What? For taking C. Green oh. in the 1956 NBA draft over Bill Ahead Russell. Russell. <sighs> Great I, job. Yeah, I mean, that's just peak. Big, big Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan vibes. <laughs> that's peak, uh, that's peak Sacramento Kings. Uh, uh, but I mean, yeah. I don't know what else there is to say about Russell, man. I mean, just, you know, rest in peace. You know, 88 years old, you know, lived a long, great life. You know, he really had, like, a mark on the game. You know, they named the award after him, the final MVP award, uh, in 2009. The last time he handed it one out in person, though, was, I think, before the bubble season. It would have been in, ter- uh, in 2019. But, you know, he's always been, like, a, you know, a great presence for the game, and it's going to be sorely missed. Yeah, and then last night uh, we lost Vince Scully, 
Another big loss. You know, the voice, of, was, Do the voice of Dodger baseball for like 60, 70 years. I, I remember when he retired a couple years back and how big of a deal it was because when you look at the sport of baseball, because it's, it's basically one just long-standing tradition of great players who help mend the years together to connect the years. And transcending all that was Vin Scully, who was the guy who, you know, he saw Jackie Robinson, he saw Yogi Berra play, he saw Reggie Jackson in the 70s. He, he even outside of baseball, he called the catch. Uh, Joe Montana to Dwight Clark. I the eight, and then there was the oh is that Kirk Gibson's the home one run? in eighty eight yeah yeah I like it's how, hard to tell the story of, of sports it's impossible to tell the story of baseball without Vince Scully how many years uh how long of a, a career I mean it's got to be sixty six years sixty six jeez man his first game was in nineteen fifty correct yeah I there was a graphic that I saw during the Yankee game. It was his first and final lineup compared to each other. His first was Pee Wee Reese, George Shuba, Duke Snyder, Jackie Robinson, Carl Farillo, Gil Hodges, Bobby Morgan, Roy Campanella, and Don Newcomb. That was his first. His last lineup was Howie Kendrick, Justin Turner, Corey Seager, Yasiel Puig, Adrian Gonzalez, Yasmani Grandal, Jock Peterson, Chase Utley, and Kenta Maeda. It's it's crazy. I he was he's the he was the longest tenured broadcaster with any single professional sports team. Like that. The scenes outside Dodger Stadium today were. were I'm actually upset. I got to, I was because I was at Yankee Stadium earlier today. I got there late, so I missed any kind of like moment of silence or anything they did before the game. You're never on time. I've never been on time to a Yankee game, but that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, I mean, that's just two insane losses in a span of, what, four or five days? Yeah, man. I mean, it's, and it's, like, easy just to, you know, let that get lost in, like, the shuffle of all the news, you know, with the MLB trade deadline and stuff. So we got to take a moment, you know, just to pay some respects to some two of the greats, you know. Well, you laid the groundwork there where you're – um, MLB trade deadline comment. So let's dive yeah. into it, John. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, starting off you with You don't the, look happy. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to sit in silence just like the Mets did. Oh, yeah, that gonna... guy. He plays baseball. Did you see his outing today? I don't know who he is. He's, exactly. a, he's had a really good uh, year so far, but then he has his first outing today and lets I, up uh, what, I called four Zach runs. When... I, I... <laughs> I called Zach when I found out the Mets got Darren Ruff, and I told him the return. I was pissed. Who the hell is Darren Ruff? He's been on San Francisco for a while. Yeah? Yeah. Is he good? 35 years old. And he's 35? And he's hitting 213 this year. Granted, he's good at hitting lefties, and he's hitting lefties very well this year. What does he play? I don't know the exact average against lefties. No, no. What does he play? Oh. He's going to be our DH. Oh. He's a good hitter in the playoffs, too. He's been very valuable for them. But he's 35 he's years old. He's been valuable for them in the playoffs. He's been on the Giants for that long. Yes. Yeah. Back to the, yeah. the World Series Yes, yes. He's Not 35 years old. No, it, Last 2011 year. maybe. How I long remember, has he been a Giant? I remember Darren Ross in Philly. Okay, well now I'm hearing he was a Philly. 
I'm gonna go to his. I, I, either way, he's 35 years old and he's hitting 213 where, this where year. Where did you pull that playoff comment out of, John? Like when we, my, my brothers were telling me about like him as like a his resume. Like when well, I'm not sure if he's he always been a giant or what's I'm his. Uh, oh, he, he is not. I'm looking at it right now. He's oh, been, bro, he spent maybe in the what the Phillies. Yeah, he was in Philly for a while, but then he went over to Korea. <laughs> For COVID three year. years. Oh, no. No, not COVID That's before year, COVID. Yeah, he yeah. came back. Oh. COVID probably got him a spot back in the MLB because of expanded taxi squads and all that. Yeah. He was the KBO RBI leader in 2017. Oh, great, yeah. Ooh. That got, that got him a he's shot. Better th- he's better than And J. we J. traded J.D. Davis, who was hitting a 238 for a Darren Ruff who's hitting 213. You wanted uh, J.D. Martinez, right? Yes. And you got nothing. Hmm. Hmm. Fucking nothing. I don't understand it. I don't either. Especially when everybody else is making moves. <sighs> the only thing that I could think of is maybe they're in the mindset of like, yes, we we could get like one more bullpen guy. We're getting Trevor May back, and then we can get Darren Ruff to hit lefties, Vogelbach to hit righties, and then we'll buy somebody in the off season when we don't have to give up as many that prospects. Doesn't help you now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are in first place. You ever one of your best seasons in a long time. And they don't, and they don't get a bat. The I deadline. don't yeah. get it. Is there anybody on IL coming? coming? Not really. Bat-wise? No. No, no bat-wise, no. Everybody's healthy, and uh, they might Robinson call up Alvarez. You want Robinson Cano? No. We're not doing that <laughs> again. That they might call it. It hasn't Alvarez. worked There's, with the two teams that have picked him up this year. There, there are rumors <laughs> that the Mets might be interested in picking up Familia again. I, I would <laughs> run through a freaking wall and probably keep running until I got to City Field and burn the place down. That's admission right there. I don't care. Okay. For, for picking up Familia again, bringing that bum back after the Phillies said, nah, like, yeah, you're okay. too bad. So. Speaking of the Phillies. Wait, wait, real quick here. The Yankees had a stat the other day. Oh, God. And it was like DJ May is one of like so many people to play this amount of games and something and be like a 300-plus hitter. Yeah. Yeah. One of the fours, Robinson Cano, because he's betting 301 in his career. <laughs> well, in like, last, like if, he keeps play- if he keeps playing, his average is going to go down. Yeah, so it's probably he got out while the getting was good. Yeah. And, uh, well, he's still trying to get picked this year. I know. He's gonna, of course, he's still trying to get picked up. Yeah. Why would he stop? Yeah, who's gonna keep? Bob who's gonna keep uniform. taking him? Okay, you say who's gonna keep taking him? I've heard you say that before. Yeah. I heard you say who's going to take him, and since you said that, he's been on two teams. I know. <laughs> so, so he's been DFA'd twice now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, three times. Three not, times because the Mets <laughs> did it, San Diego did it, and now the, and now the Braves did it. Yeah. It, it feels okay. like the Braves picked him up just for that Mets. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. Okay, if we pick up Familia, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill somebody. He's one for one this year, with a uh. You mean one and one. One and one. Say one for one. Uh, what the hell is he doing swinging a bat? I don't with know. The, with the DH, the, again. The, his ERA is six oh nine in thirty eight games. Oh, 609. Uh, he has how many innings pitched? Thirty four innings pitched with forty eight hits, twenty six runs, twenty three earned runs. He's in Philly, right? Is yeah. that where he was? Well, yeah. yeah. Like look, look, he's with he was with us from 2012 to 2017. Then he went to Oakland, and I thought he was gone. Then he came he back for three years. 
he now gone. he's in Philly, and Anybody if he comes back, I, I I don't know what I would do. Well, speaking of the Phillies, they got Noah Syndergaard. Ah, they can keep him. I saw somebody post yesterday. Oh, it's another Met killer. I'm like, oh, he's gonna have some ridiculous game against the Mets no, he's this year. Not. He's due for one. He's garbage. <laughs> what are his stats this year? Let me go find. I it. I saw this one tweet oh, though today. That about the Mets and like you know it's kind of annoying me because I keep seeing these like fans trying to like rationalize I guess standing pat at the deadline and it's not because like oh at least we didn't give up all of our prospects and they're like po- like posting like a, a photo of our prospects from like 2013 whenever yeah. Nimmo no, and yeah, like Alonzo win our our system and they're like you see these can all be these guys this is our future I'm like yeah but they could also be no one you know what's, what's Syndergaard's record five and eight with an ERA of three point eight three. That's not as bad as I thought. No. But um, like you said with prospects, I mean, every team overvalues their own prospects. Yeah. That's why the Yankees are holding on to Dominguez and yep. Peraza and Volpe. It's also Instead why of just I like emptying the Padres them did for, for so long. But, like, anyone who's trying to, like, delude themselves into being, like, the Mets are winners for not giving up any of their major prospects. No, you don't win anything for not gambling. You know, you're just like, you know, everyone else got better around us the only is the reality thing of it. that I and will say is if we were getting Robinson and Contreras and they wanted us to give up Vientos and Alvarez, there's no, no way in hell any team would do that. No, I'm yeah. surprised, though. I mean, when it was clear you guys weren't getting Wilson Contreras, it was, okay, Let's shift our attention to like another catcher. Yeah, and they just Hol- didn't do it. No, nope. the name was Omar Narvaez that was getting thrown around from Milwaukee. I don't understand like the method. I don't know because you can get guys like we're giving up like a mid-level prospect. Like the fact that they think like you can get a serviceable guy for the rest of year. Yeah, the Yankees, dude. The Yankees got the nobody wanted Dom Smith. The Yankees got is he still a Matt? Yeah, he made it. The Yankees got I mean, who the Dodgers' fifteenth best prospect for Joey Gallo. For Joey Gallo. <laughs> for Joey Gallo, the man who had thirty-seven hits this year. Well, I, I saw his last home run in, the, in Yankee Stadium. To be fair, I saw a mid-level Justin Turner leave the Mets and become uh, one of the greatest third basemen in Dodgers yeah, history. Yeah, and I will tell you this: I think Joey Gallo is going to do well. So they they have a, some way in coaching. I, I don't I don't understand because they. They straight up have three players on the Dodgers right now who really can't hit. Gallo, Bellinger's not doing great. No, he is. He's having an There's off one here. more. Muncie, Max Muncie. Yeah. What are you going to do? They're going to put them in the same lineup. Well, <laughs> see what happens, the, man. The, the, there quotes, are... the quotes from Joey Gallo the Insane. other day were nuts. I was he's like, been I, talking that way for like a week. I can't go in public. Like, you gotta, like, What happens when you walk around on the street? I don't, I don't walk around on the street no. much. Yeah, and, and now... He's like, oh, we're going to go to a small market team. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> go to the Which second. Is, but granted, Los Angeles, Angeles is a really more relaxed environment than New yeah. York is. Oh, yeah. So Juan Soto. Yeah. Huge San big Diego big. Padre. Which it really seemed like that was the direction it was trending for the past couple days. Well, I feel like because once the Dodgers realized they weren't going to get him, I think that's when they were like, all right, we, we just need any we need left. Something. We need we any something. outfield bat. And, like, Joey Gallo has shown potential, so they just went, all right, we'll take him instead. But they there's, got a decent some, Let return me tell you something. There's nobody Soto. right now. I mean, there was a lot of shit talk toward Eric Hosmer yeah. on Twitter because he um, – wouldn't wave his no trade clause. Wouldn't wave his no trade clause. Who the? Why would he do that? Can you blame him? I cannot. Nobody hates him more right now than Luke Voigt. 
Yeah. Oh, because he didn't wave it, and, and they went, okay, we're throwing Luke Voigt. They need to fight. It, but now, good for Hosmer. Yeah. I like him in Boston. But, That's a good I mean, There was no way in hell he was going to, like, okay a trade to the worst team in the league. I think, I like think, Boston, I think Boston messed up, too. Yeah, oh, 100%. They I don't know sold. why I they think were. they should have sold. Like, not everything. As much, not as much as the Cubs should have sold. Yeah. They were. I'm surprised they didn't sell, but. But, like, odds are J.D. Martinez is going to walk after this season. Yeah. But well, back to... At that point, I don't want him because yeah, we're going to no, get better No, but, bats. like, why not move him? For anything you oh, can well, get. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Back to In San Boston's Diego, though. Thing, yeah. They got Juan Soto. They got Josh Bell. They got Josh Hader. Are they winning right now? Yeah, they just got... Well, they, they got Brandon Drury, who just hit a grand slam. Uh, yeah. Is this the year? Is this the year for the Padres? No. I don't know. They, okay. they got the Bob Knight and Gale Pierce. I don't think they're better than the Dodgers, but... That's what I mean. I, I don't think they could beat the Dodgers, yeah, but, and more than likely, but that's the, who they but play Let's first. be real. The last couple of years, aside from that one year where there was really no home field advantage or anything, no crowds, the year the Dodgers won, take out that one year. Zach, I'm the Dodgers also, always lose. Zach, I'm sure. also going to hit you with: we saw the Washington Nationals win a World Series. Granted, they were on a hell of a run with a pretty decent team. Shame on them for how everything happened after that. Yeah, yeah. like well, they let a lot of people walk. Yeah, well, reason, Rendon left. Yeah, right, Anthony Rendon. Yeah, they left. You went to they, went they, to they, they locked up. They locked up Strasburg to that mammoth contract for no, and and he and has he's played hurt. like what ten he's innings? Always he hasn't, he hasn't played in two years. <laughs> um, you trade Scherzer and Turner. Trey Turner was had some control left, yeah, and was open to signing an extension in Washington. I think they just wanted to get rid of Scherzer's contract. Wait, did they trade Scherzer? No, but, just... but why did they? Yeah, they why throw in Trey Turner with him? Trey Turner's name wasn't even mentioned in the days coming up to that trade. It was. And, Scherzer's know. going, Scherzer's going, Scherzer's going, Scherzer's going to the Padres. And then here come the Dodgers swooping and get him. Oh, and they also got Trey Turner. So the they thing with probably that probably gave him enough the, prospects to be like the Nationals oh, put out a statement that said everybody besides everybody's available besides Juan Soto. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh, they're not considering trading Trey Turner, are they? And then the Dodgers were able to pull it off. I don't shame on. Them. I mean, they got their ring and basically dipped. I, like how I don't. I don't understand the philosophy of winning a World Series and then saying tear I it down. tear it down. Like, why would you? Like, you look at the Yankees and they bring in no matter what day it is, they're bringing in a solid crowd, and that's because they're a contender every damn year. In early, in early so like, June, in early June, Mike Rizzo said we're not trading Juan Soto. Yeah, I it mean, made no sense with like two years of control left. I know, and I, I think they could have gotten more. He probably wanted out though. Still. Well, it's the whole ownership thing. Yeah, ownerships. They're was, selling, right? But, like, yeah. why why would you win a World Series and say, all right, we're going to peace for 10 years and rebuild? I, like, I have no idea. You had the team. You had the core young guys that could win you maybe two more if you yeah. really added a couple of pieces. Build around Soto. Yeah. And, the answer is, and Turner. <laughs> I mean, it's simple. It's cheapness, really. You know, it's just like them not wanting No, but play. I don't get that because, like I, I was saying with the Yankees, they bring in a crowd Every damn game, but, but the Yankees, no matter if it's a so one o'clock on Wednesday or a one o'clock on Thursday. But, but no, the Yankees no, but if they were that. if they won like the Yankees do instead of okay, mm-hmm. yeah. If that's they had t- if I they mean, had a perennial well, playoff team, hold on, hold on. First of all, why a, wouldn't people I, go? I saw that game between the Mets and the Nats today. That place was empty. 
and for well, good reason. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they have like 30 wins. <laughs> B, B, the other thing is Juan Soto declined a 13-year, $430 million he, extension. He, and he declined he one last year. I think he was looking for 500 He also just didn't want to be there. They were also backloading it heavy. Yeah. And he was not even making uh, more than Mike Trout, which think, at 23... I think, I think he wants fifteen five hundred. Yeah. The one, The one that gets them is trading away Trey Turner. That's the big one. Real question is, do you think the Padres sign him to that loaded contract with all the people that they have? I think have? he tests. I do. I think he tests free agency. At the I release. think he does, too. And that's when you have the Mets and Yankees give the biggest offer you've ever seen and see what he says. Oh, I think he'll go somewhere weird. Really? No, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he goes to either. I think he goes somewhere weird. I think he ends up on a team that, like, they're trying to offload. They're trying. They're trying to get it. Bring in one. Yeah, star. let's offload. No, no. They're trying to bring. Pay. They're trying to bring in one star. So let's clear a bunch of money. Yeah. To get all this, so we can throw a ridiculous offer at him. Yeah. The team that came to my mind first was Toronto. That'd be a scary lineup if they had him with. They were supposed to be a scary lineup this year. Yeah, but. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I heard yesterday trading Bo Bichette tossed around. Yeah, I didn't hear Toronto that. Toronto did get Whit Merrifield. Yeah. I've I've always liked him. Is he vaccinated? No, that's why I was confused. He didn't travel with the team to Toronto last week, yet now he is traded. So I did see a source, I think it was Rosenthal that tweeted it, said that it's likely that he will get vaccinated and that's why. Juan he was Soto traded. walk. Josh Bell walk. Brandon Drury Grand Slam. <laughs> Who are they playing? Colorado. Yeah. Oh, okay. How about the Brewers essentially selling from the division lead with the Josh Hader trade? He hasn't had a great year, though. He hasn't had a great July. Yeah. His ERA in July was 12.54. The rest of the year, he's been dominant. I feel like maybe they they figured they're good on the bullpen end, and they just oh, needed they one more thing in the lineup to be Devin able to. They felt like they could get by without a Josh yeah. Williams is a beast. That's why. So I feel like it's not terrible for them. I think they're still the same team. They just don't have that lockdown guy now. But they also got what's-his-name from San Diego as well. So it's not like they don't have a closer now. They traded for they another Taylor closer. Rogers. Yeah, Taylor Rogers. Now, with that said, they did DFA Pedro Severino, which I think the Mets should be all over. Yeah, I mean, any bullpen help would help. I don't want to start bringing up minor league bullpen guys, especially one- – once we're in the playoffs, and we don't, I don't want to see them walk out like Nagosik to close out an inning in the in the uh, division series. It's not. I don't want the to see one. That. The one trade I loved for both teams, I love Jordan Montgomery on St. Louis. Tony, do you like Jordan Montgomery on St. Louis? Because I heard a lot of Yankee fans pretty upset about that, especially after losing today and yesterday. Or no, they won yesterday today. I mean. The reality of the situation is Jordan Montgomery's not a guy you want to hand the ball to in the postseason. But I will say this. Harrison Bader is a lot better than Oh, he's Hicks. one of the best defensive yeah. outfielders in the league. He is injured, though, for another month, I heard. Yeah. But the thing I, heard, is, I heard he'd be back sooner than that. Oh, okay. But St. Louis but was As long as you get him back for the playoffs. St. Louis was in on pitching. They were in on Montes. They were in on Tyler Maley. They were apparently in on Luis Castillo. They yeah, how about out. Castillo going to Yankee Stadium today and just oh, I dominating? Watched. Yeah, I watched. He didn't dominate. I mean, I mean, he had a good game. He had a good, had a good game. game. <laughs> he had a good game. Pretty good debut. 
That is going to be yeah, – I'm all over Seattle. Yeah, I think they made some good moves. I think at the end of the day, they're just going to Seattle. I think they make the playoffs. I'll tell like, you that. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs. Like, make odds playoffs. are they'll have to play – They can't catch Houston. Odds are they'll have to play like a Houston or something. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> well, all, all Seattle has to do is make the playoffs. That's it. That's, that's true, because last year they were not expected to be anywhere near but is that That's a success? In, in the for, progression for Seattle, of what they're yes. doing, yes. Because last Seattle, year and years before, they were not even considered for a push to the playoffs. Seattle, I understand, but this last offseason, they had Jesse Winker fall in their lap. Yeah. So it was Suarez and Robbie Ray. But the thing is with Seattle was this. All they had to do is end the postseason drought. That's it. Just yeah, they the are drought. the worst then, drought. In major league sports yes the longest round in north american sports then after you end the drought then you could start thinking world series and you know ambitions like that you gotta end the drought first yeah a couple other teams going for the standings uh there are 11 games behind houston a couple other teams though i will say this zach i know we are we are depressed as to what the mets did or an underwhelmed i should say what the mets yeah, did underwhelmed for sure and, or what the mets didn't do yeah well the i was one sitting there team, watching mlb network for two hours waiting for something to happen there is just to see darren ruff and uh, what's his name that may have givens who gave up three runs today to, there well, was four actually there was one team that stood out to me for doing literally nothing who's that and that's and that's the white Sox. yeah that shocked me a little bit too. Nothing. They might think that they're good enough, but I, I don't think they. Oh no, Cleveland. I, they could have been bought. Oh no, they're only two games over five hundred. Honestly, I wouldn't have done anything they're either. They're below the Orioles. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised the Orioles sold off Mancini and Jorge Lopez. That one surprised me. Mm, I see. I I believe it because you have this team that right now is a couple games over five hundred. You haven't seen that in a couple of years. Game and a half out of the playoffs. You want to try and get a couple of guys. That can either spark the team or at least in another year or two contribute and make this a better ball club than what it is right now. The other team that I really liked what they did was Atlanta. I think Iglesias. Yeah, they added, what, three guys? They got Iglesias. They got Robbie Grossman for very cheap. Yeah, they did. Signed Austin Riley to a 10-year, $212 million contract. Yeah, they needed to lock him up. He's having a great year. Which, that's a discount for the way Riley's been playing over these past couple years. And they got uh, someone else, too. I I just love what the Braves have done recently. Their moves counteracted the Mets' moves. Can't have you said too well over there. No. Not at all. Although we've played them pretty well this year. I I got pissed at the fan the other day because I forget who it was. But he was talking about how, oh, the Mets have a lot to prove this weekend. I'm like, we have won both series against the Braves. What do we have to prove at this point? It's If, if anything, it's the Braves need to prove something to us. Asking for it. Sure. I am asking for it. Okay. Um, we ha- Have we had enough? You no. I think, okay? that, I think that's the big stuff from – It okay? is the big stuff. No, I'm not okay. And I won't be okay because the playoffs are coming. I don't know how to handle that. All right. Um, what's next, Joe? Uh, well, like uh, anything else you want to touch on with the trade deadline, or I think we got we got a lot. We got all the big stuff covered. I know yeah. That. Yeah. All right. So next, then, will be let's talk a little bit about the news about uh, Tiger Woods, the contract that he was offered by they the offered Golf him Tour. Two hundred uh, eight hundred million dollars. And he said no. Uh, and he said no. <laughs> Imagine saying no to that much money. <laughs> Yeah, well, the Juan suspended Soto. live golfers are now suing uh, the, PGA. the PGA Tour in an antitrust. 
lawsuit. Really? Yeah. Huh. What's the Wild. what's the legs in that? Where's the legs? That um, they have like a monopolization over the game. Oh, right. the PGA. I and mean, that yeah. if you go to another, you know, type of tour, you're blacklisted and. Especially, oh, especially for like the players that got like the permanent tour card. Like you earn that card. Yeah. Now you're suspended. Yeah. It's an interesting lawsuit. It. I don't know. It could go either way. It really, I mean, I could. I see the argument. It, no, I, I really see the argument from the suspended live golfers. Yeah. And then just more and more of them keep going over every but day. Imagine just being in a position to turn down eight hundred million dollars. You can't. He Tiger did. I know. I feel like that's also out of respect of you know he the PGA made him what he is. It's also because he can, and like, it's don't, also don't, and don't it's also question. because he doesn't know if he's gonna play. So yeah, yeah that, that I would think would be more the reason to, to yeah. accept the eight hundred mil. Wait, but because I mean, there's a realistic chance he he wouldn't be able to play that many events a year. He's still getting paid so much from I, Nike listen, oh, know, and like all these companies. Odds are to be able to keep that Nike sponsorship. hundred percent. So he keeps the Nike sponsorship, goes over to live goes golf, there. goes get eight hundred million dollars, play that? like two you don't two need two all events, that money. and he said no. It's crazy. Just because you don't need all that money doesn't I, change the fact that it's almost a billion. If I were like a a guy who just got into the tour this year, I'm so happy. Because you're like the best competition in the whole <laughs> entire gone. PGA <laughs> is, gone. is gone. You you could easily win five tournaments if you really wanted to. On the other hand, that means more money for you. Yeah. yeah. It does suck, though, because if you don't make the cuts in the PGA, you get nothing. And they make you pay to get yourself to those yeah. tournaments. So for a lot of golfers that aren't that good and trying to make it, it's the worst thing in the world. What's next, John? Uh, a little bit about the NHL, some res- uh, restricted free agency. Ah, yes, Jesper Bratt re-signed earlier today I was with pretty New Jersey Devils. I was pretty shocked about that. Yeah, the arbitration meeting was supposed to be at 9 a.m. in Toronto, and uh, the announcement came out just after 9 a.m. that he signed one year, just over 5 mil. Also last night, Andrew Mangiapane uh, avoids arbitration and re-signs on a three-year contract with the Calgary Flames. So there's no real big names left when it comes to arbitration. And Yamamoto, two years, three mil. Yep. A.K.A. movable contract. Which is really seems like what the Oilers will be doing with uh, some of their depth pieces as they look to surround Connor McDavid with the correct pieces in hopes of making it past the second round this year. I love Brad at one year. Or the conference final. Where, where I they love go? Brad at the conference one. final, right? Yeah, they went to the conference final. Yeah. Brad at one year is perfect. Yeah, RFA next year has a chance to capitalize on another big season. Perfect. What is next, John? Oh, oh, is, oh, is it you time? Know, it's I, time. I, I think it's you know. Time. I think you know what time it is. Football time. There's football on tomorrow. It's okay. bad. The Raiders are doesn't playing. Matter. Oh, it matters. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It means nothing. No, it means everything. I'm telling you, Jake Luton's winning that starting job tomorrow. Mm. This is a good time. You should play that audio clip of Cam Newton yelling, "I'm back! Yeah. I'm back!" <laughs> Dan the Man Campbell. Uh. Talking about the identity of the Lions, quote, we'll tread water as long as it takes to fucking bury you. And just like that, we are back. We are back into football. He is like the, the ultimate football guy. I love Dan Campbell. I cannot wait for hard There's knocks. There's nothing Dan Campbell loves more than football. There's well, nothing. He coaches it. So. No, no, but there's nothing. <laughs> well, good, because it loves I loved him. him when he was the interim head coach of the Miami Dolphins. 
I'm so happy. I'm so happy football's back. It's Raiders Jaguars tomorrow night. Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame game. A, a real a real winning game. Yeah. To start with. Real, no uh, Derek Carr. No Trevor so, Lawrence. Even though Trevor. So Lawrence what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're talking about football. We're talking about no we're talking Derek Carr. About football. <laughs> we're talking okay. about. We're talking about like we're talking players. About players who have their jobs on the line, giving it everything. Listen, it might right. be some of the worst football you've ever seen. <laughs> so Zach, what are we, Zach, that's up to the coaches to watch, not me. <laughs> yeah, Josh McDaniels and Doug Peterson. I want to bet the hell out of this game. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Preseason football. I've never hit a preseason football bet. That's I, going to change I, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. I want. That. I want a first touchdown bet, but I literally know nobody who's playing. Did you guys hear? Just throw <laughs> the most wild yeah. guess out there. Did you hear that story coming out of Jags camp about the kicker, like who was so bad that like he was like literally people were running out of, like off the field because people were just like, getting b- bombarded with balls. Really? Like it was like if, if shells I, if dropping I, in 1940s London. Oh my if God. I was the Jaguars, John. I'd try to reconcile with Josh Lambeau. I mean, yeah. I think the one thing that Urban Meyer actually taught kicker uh, us from last year is that you know threatening your kicker does work. You know, so Urban Meyer was, that. does. Urban Meyer was arguably the best kicker on the team. Oh, for, uh, arguably top three. <laughs> What's first on our football list? I have some football all-time rankings. So yeah, that's well, a direct shot at you. But <laughs> we'll get to that. But in the in we'll get to that. the news. Uh, Dolphins. The uh, we're in the news oh, yesterday. Boy. Pretty steep Five, punishment. $1.5 million stripped of a first and a fourth. And the owner suspended. Oh, no, and, and, and the owner how does that work? What, what do you mean, how does that work? They can't go to the game. He can't go. Yeah. Oh, so he, okay. Can't I was just TV. saying. He what, can't be around team facilities. Okay. Because just like, I just figured with the owner, like, I, most of them don't go near team facilities anyway. So it, like, <laughs> yeah, that what, would really hurt like a Jerry Jones. At, yeah, uh, like, <laughs> what does he do? Do you, do you guys. Do you yeah, guys know like, who the second like a uh, minority owner is for the Dolphins? Who now is going to be like in the booth? No, I have no oh. idea. Fergie. No, it's not. It is. It's Fergie. It's Fergie. What? Oh yes. Yes. So I also if, saw. A- how long is he suspended for? I actually don't know. I'm not sure if they like. So you're telling me it's, it's until mid October, right? Oh, Something that's like that? it. Yeah. Because if he was suspended the whole year, and in some world where the Miami Dolphins won the Super Bowl, the commissioner would be <laughs> handing the trophy to Fergie. I mean, that would be... Like, that would be perfect. That would be one of the greatest images of all time. It's a dream. <laughs> right, uh, but, you shout, know, shout out to Bill Belichick for single-handedly destroying uh, the Miami Dolphins franchise. A, fir- a 2023 first and a 2024 uh, fourth or third rounder. Something like that. That's, that's two AFC East franchises now that Bill Belichick's completely Bill broke. Belichick accidentally sends a text message to the wrong Brian, <laughs> and the dominoes fall that the, that that the Miami Dolphins don't have a first-round pick. <laughs> their, their owner can't go to games till October. What? They, <laughs> I mean, the they, he did that on purpose. He was like, you know what? Let's just make them even worse. The the Brady aspect of this is pretty funny too because you know like uh, how like you know there's all the tampering. Wait, wait, go back up to that tweet. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you want to read the first that real tweet? Quick? Oh, I saw it. Um, <laughs> Deshaun Watson saying I haven't done anything wrong, and the Browns saying Deshaun Watson is remorseful. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the NFL appealed to Deshaun Watson's six game suspension, which means it could fall back on the desk of Commissioner Roger Goodell. Yeah, and what do you think he's gonna do? Suspend him for a year, okay, or indefinite with a minimum of a year. Yeah, what he should be indefinite and a monetary fine. 
which is different than, say, docking him pay for being suspended what because be? his base salary is like nothing this year to Deshaun yeah. Watson. Docking him game salary would do nothing. What would the if Deshaun do? Watson's suspended a for a year, yeah. you have to call about Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they should call yeah. about Jimmy. I mean, I don't even know what their season's going to look like. They, uh, they have enough faith, I think, in Jacoby Brissett to run the offense. Hey, uh, hey Zach. Yeah. J.D. Davis just stepped up to the plate for the Giants. His first at-bat was a ground out. No, oh, I thought I, Eric. <laughs> I was preparing for you to say it was grand like slam. a grand slam or yeah, at least a home no run. Worry. It was it was a ground out. You okay, can, you can you could be calm. That's good. Did you guys see what Amazon's doing with an alternate Thursday night football stream? Two streams. They're doing two streams. Guess who's the second stream? Pat McAfee. <laughs> no, I wish he's That'd on the. So he's on, okay, so he's on the one stream. Yeah, dude, perfect. Dude Perfect. Why? <laughs> I don't know. They're teaming up with Dude Perfect for an alternate Pat, Thursday night football stream. Pat McAfee stream. wrestled at SummerSlam. He did. And now he's the sideline reporter. for. Uh, he's also doing the XFL stuff. We were yes, asking, why would you throw the interception when they just came off the field? But, <laughs> but like, why do, we need, yeah, why do we need Dude Perfect uh, calling games? We don't need that. <laughs> I mean, they, I they probably yeah, gave them a boatload of money to do it. <laughs> I can imagine they're on the decline. I don't think it took as much money as you think. It's enough where they'd be like, fuck it, let's just what? do it. Let's just watch football on Thursdays and stream it? Yeah. They're, I, li- I kind of like their logo for what it. What topic are we way. on right now? Football. Yeah, I well, well, technically, we're Start- still on Watson. Okay. One thing I want to say on that note real quick, before, if you want to move on. the You know, he kind of, if they choose to suspend him for a year, he kind of made his own bed. They offered him a deal, you know, 12-game suspension, $10 million fine from his contract. He said no. He chose to, you know, you know, go to that independent arbitrator. She which recommended the, a six-game suspension. Which is the suspension. right under the CBA. Yeah. And now the NFL is choosing to appeal it, and they're probably going to, you know, give him an indefinite suspension. And, you know, you know whatever. Right, so you know, listen, it couldn't happen to a better person. No, fuck him. <laughs> John is, makes a statement. The NFLPA is appealing as well, right? Or they're trying to... I saw they were. Well, the NFLPA can appeal. The NFL can. I saw that they were upset that they appealed or something well, like that. Well, they're upset. Though. Well, Deshaun's camp is upset because they felt six games was too much. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, he still maintained yeah, they did that. nothing wrong. Yeah. Too much? Yeah. John, how do you get out of here? He shouldn't be on a team at that. <laughs> what is he doing? How do I feel about Jacoby uh, Brissett week two? Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say that's still a pick em game because the Browns, like Tony was saying, I mean. Brissett's not a, like a slouch by any means. He can still win games if there's a good team around him. Especially against the Jets. Especially against a team like the Jets. But I don't know. I was at training camp for the Jets yesterday. We're looking good. Sean, don't do that to yourself. My brother was at Giants training camp yesterday. He said they're looking good too. John, John and I are going to Jets camp in two weeks where they play the Falcons. Oh, yeah. right. They're having th- th- those are open to the public? The joint practices, yeah. yes. Joint practices open to you're basically getting a mini game there, John. No, that's actually pretty cool. What's next on the football list? Uh, right, uh, so this is news from today. Uh, out of uh, Arizona, Marquise Brown in the news, making headlines got, for uh, criminal for speeding. speeding. What are these football players doing thinking that they could just go 200 miles an hour? I, I, yeah, wait, what, what was it exactly, Tony? 120 said, miles per hour. So in a, in a coming up In like a 55. Jesus he's Christ. coming up to a school God. zone. Oh, no. And other, How is like, I know New Jersey's not like is. this, where if you're a resident of the state, it's very unlikely you're going to get arrested for speeding. Yeah. 
But there's other states where if you're over a certain, like, 75 in, like, South Carolina will get you arrested. Oh, Henry Ruggs was going 156. That's, I mean, that's insane yeah. in itself. But 120, like, 120, that's, yeah. That doesn't make Ridiculous. it any better. No. So, I mean, Mark, he's, I mean. This is, this is also the same team whose general manager got busted for a DUI. That's true. Cardinals having a hell of a start to the camp with uh, Kyler missing the first five like uh, practices with COVID, the contract you know drama from last week. This yeah, six I, teams with no D hop. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I mean, you know, with the way it's gone, I mean, you got to imagine Marquise Brown gets suspended for something here. They'd be a good pick for a hard knocks midseason if they do that again. They are hard knocks midseason this oh, year. Oh, they did get picked for that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The uh, Cardinals are hard knocks midseason this year, John. Oh, so it's That'd gonna be, be good for when they collapse. Yep. Yep. <laughs> What's next? Yeah, we could see what Kyler Murray's doing. Uh, Studying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Studying. I I saw a thing on Reddit. Some guy uh, uh, did all the stats, and it was like, how are his stats on double XP weekends for Call of Duty? And oh, I have the stats here. That's that's it's, what I was I was just about to say. That exactly. it's showing his passer rating is minus seven point seven seven. Call of Duty's double XP weekend. Yes, these uh-huh. are all on double XP weekends. He is minus six yards per game on double XP weekends, and he is uh, showing a minus twelve. Per- so what you're saying is, just set my fantasy lineup. If I have Kyler Murray around, what and, if not? It's and double, double XP, XP weekend, weekend. You yeah, you need to put him out of the lineup if it's double XP. <laughs> His win arrested. loss is uh, four and seven on double XP weekends. He was arrested oh at seven oh five this morning. That oh jeez, I mean that that's early. A, what you just said is that basically <laughs> a sign to hammer the Arizona Cardinals on um, double XP. Yes, weekend. it is. Yes, it is. That's a hell of a thing. Set four and seven. That's a hell of a. thing. I'm saving this just so we can keep it. John, track what's of next? It. What's next in the world of football? Uh, Debo Samuel finally ending that mm. you know drama, the mm. contract drama paid. signing. Paid, 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 paid. Yeah, something like seven in the seventy million range, three years, I think. I thought it was three years, fifty-eight mil. Uh, I'm not sure if we have the numbers I'll over here. We can get the numbers. But, uh, we have technology. As of what I've, from what I've heard though, is you know he gets paid, and it seems like they're still going to continue to use him in that hybrid role they had him last He's year. He's got bonuses. Um, Three years, seventy-one and a half million dollars. Fifty-eight yeah. guaranteed. Around that. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's got bonuses uh, based on like how many touches he has as a running back, how many touchdowns he scores as a running back. I still don't like him value-wise fantasy this year. I think it's way overinflated. Game so? Samuel tied with Jonathan Taylor for most rushing touchdowns of 10-plus yards last year. The thing that's underrated about him, though, last year is – I see your point, but, like, before he switched over to that running back position, like, you know, like when they started giving him only carries, not really targeting yeah, he was, like he was aver- third. He's like an average wide receiver, I believe, in that regard. No, but uh, he was like, he was like third year. in receiving yards last year. He was ahead like, of 800 yards. He had like seven touchdowns they, before like, he switched if, to running if back. If you want to make him a traditional wide receiver, I don't think he has that much value. I really don't. I, I mean, think he needs him motioning around. Especially, I heard Brandon Ayuk's had a great training camp, too. Me too. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk has had a good training camp. Plus, I will say this. Don't count out Elijah Mitchell. He's a he was a good player last year for them. Even better than uh, it's funny because they got Sermon in the fourth last year and then Mitchell just outplayed him. Yeah, I I mean, basically almost an identical contract to what DK Metcalf got in Seattle. 
Oh yeah, but you know, yeah. So uh, that reminds me of uh, AJ Brown's tweet on this. On this, you know, because yeah, he was the only one that was traded. Only one getting traded, even though him, uh, DK now and uh, Debo all getting the same contract extensions. Did, did McLaurin get extended too? I'm I'm did not looking forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I'm not looking forward to paying Justin Jefferson next year. That's gonna yeah, be a lot of money, but I wouldn't. But he's worth it. What's next? Uh. A lot of drama from the Saints uh, training camp the last three days. No, no, it's not a lot of drama from the no. Saints. It's just Trevor Penning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, fighting, you fighting. know, started getting by one guy. Getting thrown out of practice three consecutive days. For fighting. For fighting. Come on. And you were saying before, this is, like, he's got a history of this. He did this in the Senior Bowl. Do you cut him? You can't cut the guy you just drafted. Yeah, he was 15th overall. I think you can cut I don't him. think you can. If you start in fights, you can cut him. He's an offensive lineman. He's scrappy. Right. One appara- of the fights I didn't think was his fault. He was apparently the, the most penalized player in the, the <laughs> NCAA. He's got to be the most penalized rookie in football this year, I can tell you that much. I mean, apparently, though, like, from what they're saying in campus, though, like, these penalties that he'd be getting, it's, you know, after the play, he's starting the fight. So, you know, <laughs> you know, against the other team. <coughs> what is next, John? It's it's staying with that yeah. fighting. Uh... So we kind of already talked about Dan Campbell before. So, uh... It's a different type of fighting. Dan Campbell. Yeah. Dan Cam- I'm so happy they have hard knocks because that's going to be crazy. I want to see Dan Campbell in his element. Um, yeah, it's going to be some great television. I'm, I'm excited to see the kind of guys they got in the locker room. Aiden Hutchinson's been having a great camp yep. too, so exciting to see those guys. Is Jameson Williams still rehabbing? Maybe. Yep, I just took him in a league and stashed him on IR. No, he's, I, look, they got an exciting team, so it'll be fun, a fun watch. But then uh, last off with the football news, uh, some injuries in uh, Denver. Tim Patrick, Broncos receiver, torn ACL. Yeah, it's tough. That sucks. I he was gonna have a good year too. But uh, yeah, everyone buy your shares in Cortland Sutton and Judy in fantasy. That's gonna definitely make them go up. And I know they had another running back that they drafted in the fourth. I think this year, uh, Crockett. I, I think his last name was. He uh, also tore an ACL last yesterday in practice. So brutal day for them. That stinks. The the only thing with that was he was gonna be at least RB three. Yeah, so probably buried in the rotation a little bit, but still, injuries, you hate to see it, especially this early in camp. What's next? But uh, So, yeah, this is uh, the moment of truth. Tony, I, think, I believe mm. you prepared something. For, so let's, uh, let's listeners. start with what the root of this problem was. You were yep. shit-talking the Miami Dolphins, calling them a poverty franchise when you yeah. yourself as a Jets fan. I said In, you a, no in our talk. group chat. This yeah. yeah. I said you have no room to talk. Well, you know, agree to disagree, but... No, well, my numbers say you have no room to talk. So he's proven a, he's made a system. Is what I Tony said. I created a whole spreadsheet. Okay, at least I see you're not a uh, you know biased. You put your money where your mouth is. What right? do you mean I'm not biased? Giants, based on Giants fact. are Giants are 22nd on your list. Th- these are in order by division. Oh. Okay, <laughs> just just go through it then. Yeah. So I've assigned a point system uh, to every accomplishment your team can have that, that I feel uh, holds value. I do oh, have the point system up. Okay. Well, I have the whole spreadsheet up. So, Every Super Bowl victory is worth 10 points. Every Super Bowl loss is worth 5 points. If you won okay. an NFL championship or an AFL championship pre the NFL-AFL merger, you get 5 points. That's what we call the Browns-Lions clause. If you have yes. a, For every Hall of Famer your franchise has, you get 2 points. Okay. Some players, I have already made shoe-ins to the Hall of Fame. One biased one. I have Brady, Gronk, and Belichick. I have Drew Brees for the Saints. 
I have Tom Brady for the Bucks as well as New England because my Won criteria is you yeah. need to be on the team at least three years. I have Eli for the Giants because I'm biased. Yep. And I have Aaron Rodgers for Green Bay. I'd also put Big Ben in there for Pittsburgh, I think. Well, they already have so many Hall of Famers. They have 30. <laughs> like, um, division championships are worth three points. And that really helped out some teams. Like uh, Dallas has 24 of them. Uh, the Vikings have a lot. Denver has an absurd amount since like 1977. John if you have an undefeated regular season, you get three points. That has only been achieved uh, twice, five times. Oh, really? Regular season. They get 14-0 error. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, and, you, and some teams that only won eight games. I, I want to interrupt for just a second. You say undefeated regular season. Do you see the Dolphins are going to have a patch on their jersey? For the 50 years. Yeah, that makes they, sense. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, for every winless season, uh, whereas an undefeated regular season, you get three points. Every winless season, you lose three points. Understandable. Yeah. Um, so your Cleveland's, yeah. your Arizona's. How wait? Who wait, wait? Go. Who is seven? Oh no, two. I misread that. Uh, <laughs> with two, we have the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, okay. Uh, for every fourteen plus win season, you get two points. For every fourteen plus loss season, you lose two points. Every time you've had the first overall pick, you lose three points. <gasps> if you've had an AFL or a- or NFL MVP, you gain two points. And then the last thing is your average playoff appearances per 10 season. So just an example here, you get two points per. The Houston Texans on average make the playoffs every three years per 10 seasons. So they get six points. So here are the rankings. (laughs) I also have it adjusted for era uh, by a multiplication. Uh, There's the multiplication. That I made. So I have regular franchise ranking. This took all day yesterday. I'm sure it did. And um, era adjusted. So let's go era adjusted. The worst National Football League <laughs> franchise is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Makes sense. Makes sense. Then that, we have that, the that, Houston that. Texans. Checks out. Yep. Then the Detroit Lions. Another yeah. stupid. Then the Arizona Cardinals, who are historically bad for being 100 years old and only have won seven division championships. What are you going to do? Then you have the Atlanta Falcons at 28. Yep. Your New York Jets at twenty-seven. This is all. This all adds up right now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at twenty-six, and it's a really good thing Brady won in that Super Bowl. Yeah, they would have been probably be, much lower. Probably be behind mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals at twenty-five. The New Orleans Saints at twenty-four. It's interesting yeah, they, to note that the uh, the Jets are the lowest Super Bowl winner. They've been historically yeah. bad too. The Saints. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. We won that Super Bowl. That's true. How many years ago? Well, you're adjusted. That doesn't matter. Not true. <laughs> uh, 23 is the Cleveland Browns. 22 is the Tennessee Oilers, the Houston Oilers, slash the Tennessee Titans. You don't I have, have that written down. I there. have Tennessee Oilers written there, and that's yeah, a major that's throwback. Yeah. 21, uh, the Carolina Panthers. 20, the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers. The Panthers are either really good or really bad. Like, there's no in between. Some yeah. real help with Cam Newton winning the MVP. They also just got their first... Uh, Hall of Famer, I believe, in Sam Mills. Houston has no Hall of Famers. Yeah, I don't. I can't name you. A Hall Andre Reed, not Andre Reed. Uh, what is his name? Arian Foster. No, not him. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't throw in Julius Peppers for Carolina. That's what I was gonna say. Isn't he in, in the Hall of Fame? Is he? I don't think so. Not yet, at least. Soon, he could come back. Um. 
Oh, my God. What is the wide receiver's name that was on Houston? Andre Reid. No, no, no. no Andre Reid was a Billy. Andre Reid. 80. He wore 80. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Yeah, it wasn't Andre. I knew that. All right, 19 is the Bills. 18 is the Philadelphia Eagles. 17 is the Boston Braves slash Boston Redskins slash Washington Redskins slash Washington, Washington football, football team slash Washington okay. Commanders. 16 is the Seattle Seahawks, and then Seahawks make up the first uh, half of the top half, the first of the top half of the league. Then we have the Cleveland, St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams at 15, the Minnesota Vikings at 14, the New York Giants at 13, the Dallas Texans slash Kansas City Chiefs at 12, the Miami Dolphins at 11. John, should talk in the Dolphins. 7 to 11. I think it's bullshit. Uh, Ten is the Baltimore slash Indianapolis. You said Colts. everything was on track up until what? This is all suspect. Now, this is, I'm putting this entire list. The suspect Indianapolis now. Colts have had a crazy history, considering they have a, a good amount of Hall of Famers. They've won Super Bowls. They've lost Super Bowls. They've had the first overall pick seven times. And they've been, yeah, yeah, they haven't had a lot of like winless. Season. They haven't like been they're close never to like winless. bad bad. No, and the, and where the like Dolphins make up ground is the Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine is the Baltimore Ravens. Eight is the Denver Broncos. Seven is the Chicago Bears. Six is the San Francisco 49ers. Bears at seven is surprising, but that's a lot of the pre-NFL. Era adjusted. Yeah. yeah. They're higher in the regular rankings because they won championships before the merger and everything. Yeah. Uh, saying, yeah. Four is the Pittsburgh Pirates slash Pittsburgh Steelers. Three is the Green Bay Packers. Two is the Dallas Cowboys. And then one is the New England Patriots. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a given. I like to refer to the actual list, um, not the era-adjusted list more, because I legitimately think this is the order of, like, these franchises mean the most to football, least the most. Yeah. So 32, uh, same same as the era-adjusted, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is terrible. And then we have the Houston Texans at 31. Still there. Yep. 30, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were bad for a lot of years. They were. Before Lowest Brady. Super Bowl winner. Like, if it weren't for Brady, they wouldn't be where they are right now. 29, the Carolina Panthers. And you're seeing a trend here with the NFC and AFC South. 28, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Continuing with that trend. 27, the Cincinnati Bengals. 26, John, a spot higher than before. The New York Jets slash the New York Titans. I'm just, there I'm, you go. I'm surprised. Because didn't the Bengals make two Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. They lost both, though. Yeah. Okay, so one wins. Well, they went to three. Oh, they, they did. Three. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they yeah, lost to yeah. San Fran twice. That's right. And lost to the Rams. But uh, they have, like, no Hall of Famers. They yeah. have a lot of 14-plus lost seasons. And they don't make it past the wild card round. Yeah. Oh, who is this? The Bengals? Yeah. I know Munoz. Yeah. So 26 and, is the Jets. And honestly, for the Bengals, Ken Anderson should be there. 25 is Detroit. Again, they're capitalizing a lot on that pre-NFL stuff. I feel like the only reason they're not at the bottom of this is Hall of Famers, right? That and they won four NFL, NFL championships. Three NFL championships. Three NFL championships. 24 is the New Orleans Saints. And this, I thought they'd be lower because they were a really bad team for a long time, kind of like Tampa. Before Breeze, yeah, just before there's nothing Breeze, there. And to some extent, we'll see this year after Breeze. But 23, yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. And man, for being around, being the oldest NFL franchise, they are bad. They were founded in 1898. I mean, they are bad. The thing, the thing with them is just like when you've been around for that long, it's just how 
Also, playoff appearances for 10 years go up to a point. They only go up to 1932 because there was no playoffs before 1932. Like with the NFL, teams rebuild on the fly so quickly. How do you not have more success? 22, the Baltimore Ravens. They were higher in the franchise era adjusted. Uh, They've only been around 26 years or so, so they're at 22. 21, the Tennessee Titans. A lot of Hall of Famers for Baltimore in that short period of time, though. 20, Cleveland. 19, Seattle. 18, the Chargers. 17, Buffalo. 16, Philly, 15, Miami, so still way ahead of your Jets. Yeah, but middle of the pack. That sounds about right for them. 14, KC, 13, the Colts, 12, the Vikings, 11, the Broncos, uh, 10 is the Rams, 9 is the Commanders, 8 is the Raiders, 7 is the Giants, 6 is the Niners, 5 is the Cowboys, Four is the Bears. The Patriots go from one to three from era-adjusted to regular rankings. Two is the Steelers, and then one is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Yep. This took forever. I'm sure it did. Mm -hmm. A lot of math. A lot more than I was counting on. Yeah, you probably mean. I just started making a list originally, and I'm like, I got to wait this. I I need need numbers. John, how do you feel that you made Tony go through all that work? I I really appreciate the dedication that you did just to show how bad the the Jets are. After each year. So there you go. You keep it going. I always have my rankings. Listen, I have a a spreadsheet of every Browns starting quarterback since 1999. The highest team to not win a Super Bowl is the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. Because they were so dominant in the 70s. And they made it to they've made it to that's so many four. Super Bowls and lost. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's Minnesota and Buffalo in that same same tier. Minnesota edges them with Hall of Famers and division championships. Mm-hmm. How many? Can you go to your table real quick? How many Hall of Famers does the Bill do the Bills have versus the Vikings? I'm really curious on that. The Bills. I know they got at least have eleven Hall of Famers, but they've only won their division twelve times. Now the Vikings have done something crazy here. They have eighteen Hall of Famers, but they've won their division twenty times. Uh. Because and, um, uh, the other thing is this. During the 70s and 80s, the Packers were bad. The yeah. Vikings really also bad. have the second highest average playoff appearances per 10 years at 4.9. The highest is, I think, Green Bay at 5.5. Is that who it is? And that's the thing. Like, over the course of the— Dallas at 5.5. Again, the, they capitalize a lot on a bad NFC East. Over the course of the career, the Minnesota Vikings have been a very, very, very good football They team. just haven't won the game. There's they kind of— They've also never been really, really bad. They kind of just remind me of like the Utah Jazz of the NFL. You know, they're just they're never oh, bad. That makes me feel great, John. <laughs> I'm sure it they does. Have, they have no 14 plus loss seasons in their history. Two times three and 13. But yeah, no winless seasons, no undefeated regular season. Apparently, there's rumors from Steelers camp today that Trubisky went 0 for 16 during a drill. <laughs> Not what you like to see. So that's gonna knock him down a few times on the franchise rankings. I don't you see know if the, they could be top five yeah. anymore. You see the rumors though from Steelers camp that Mason Rudolph might win the starting job. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the kind that's, of that's, what that's I want. the kind of chaos I want injected into the NFL season week one is to Mason Rudolph start a game. I don't even know who the Pittsburgh Steelers play week one. Doesn't matter. But that's what I want because there's a solid chance if Mason Rudolph starts, he ain't gonna finish it, and Mitch Trubisky could come in, and then I think you could see Kenny Pickett come in in the same game. You might see three quarterbacks in one game. Week one, cool. Steelers at Bengals. They're going to struggle, and yeah. they're going to struggle heavy against Cincinnati Bengals. It's, like, it's like Peterman Buffalo last that one year. year in Buffalo when he was yeah. my suicide pool. I got to get into one of those. I can get you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want one? I'm, I'm about to join one. It's expensive. 
but you pick every game of every week, and you can win each week. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then also win season totals. I'm doing a regular pool this year as well. It's like 2.30 to to join it, but it's like a big prize. Yeah. All right, so Zach has his guest, the player. Oh, yep. And we finish off every episode with. We are done on the list, right, John? Yep, that's uh, that's everything. All right, this player. Yeah. He was on the Tampa Bay Rays from 2012 to 2018. The Pirates from 2018 and 2019. Back to Tampa Bay in 2021. And now on the uh, t- uh, Twins. Sorry. I know. He knows it. He knows baseball better than I do. Got any hint? He's a pitcher. That doesn't help me. John, you got you to. Is it Brad Boxberger? No. Where's he? Anybody know? <laughs> He's in Milwaukee. I saw that the other day. On really? Him. Yeah. I'm not going to get that. Got an idea? I'm not going to be able to get that. Eric, do you want to uh, enlighten them on who it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a guy you've you've heard of, Tony. Yeah. Like 100%. Well, I'm pretty sure you've yeah. heard of this guy. You ever heard of Chris Archer? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's him? Yeah. Chris uh, Archer. Where is he now? He's in Twins. Minnesota? I thought he was still in Tampa. Shit. He got hurt or yeah. something. You got a football one? You got a football one there? Uh, I'll pull up a football one. Yeah, football. Zach's got his Instagram open. He might as well do it. I'll do the latest one. Okay. The Eagles from 2001 to 2004. The Raiders from 2005 to 2008. The Patriots in 2009. And the Eagles again in 2010. I can give you up to two hints if you guys need it. So Eagles, Raiders, Patriots. It's Eagles. Eagles and e- and Patriots in two thousand nine. Uh yes. So that's not a Super Bowl year, I don't believe. No. Well, uh, give me not, well, what what position? Linebacker. Is it the same guy we did last week? <laughs> N- yes, actually, my bad. They haven't posted in a while. Cool. We could have done that, and I still wouldn't have gotten it, even though we did it last week. <laughs> Who was it last week? It was. Oh yeah, John, you weren't here. Is uh. Uh, Derek Burgess. Ah, shit. Right, yeah. All right, I, let me I just scroll Barnett, deep down and see what I can get here. All right. Click a random. Let's go. Random. We got the Bengals in 2013 to 2016, the Patriots 2017 to 2020, and the Texans 2021 to present. And, again, I can give you two hints. He's a running back? Yes. He was on the Patriots in 20 when? 2017 to 2020. Mm, and he's a Texan? Yes, sir. Man, there was two names that came to my mind, and Danny Amendola was one of them, and I knew he was like a dead player for Cincinnati. Well, he also not a running back. Well, not a running back, yeah. I have two in my mind because I know this guy played for New England. I don't – I it. what number? 28. Is it Rex Burkhead? I think so. Yes, it is. It is. I, knew it. I love how they say 28 and there he is wearing 34. Yeah, I know. My other guess was Jeremy Hill. Uh, that, was my other, that was my other one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Jeremy Hill. I was going to guess Bob you know, Bolden. It might be their present number. It might be, yeah. yeah. Jeremy Hill was the back before Joe Mixon, where we all went, oh, they shouldn't have drafted Joe Mixon. They, had they have Jeremy Hill. Hill. Like, we, we, like, we, <laughs> we were talking we about. <laughs> all right, well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back on a two-episode-a-week circuit starting the beginning of football season getting it getting to that time yeah but we will see you next week for an episode of too many men <laughs>